0: Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. And that makes me Mike. Mike, have I ever told you the story of the time I got beaten up by a guy at a Sheets? Uh, No. (laughs) Surprisingly, I still am able to find... How could I have missed that story? Yeah, you know, it's amazing to me that I'm still able to drudge up stories that you don't know. (laughs) <laughs> you know, it, and we've been doing this for two years, two and a half years. Well, not even we've two been years. No, we've been knowing each other
1: for over twenty five years. So, it, years. you know, yeah. you know yeah. it feels like I should have heard this story at some point in time.
0: So I was, I was like, this was when I was living on Railroad Street, off of Railroad mm-hmm. Street in Palmyra I I recall, and uh, I, I was working with somebody on like some script, scripting some like sketch comedy or something like that and we were like let's go take a break go to sheets i need cigarettes anyway so we go out there and i uh i get my mto and i get my little pack cigarettes or whatever and and i go outside and this guy's laying on the horn and i look over and he's smiling and he's flipping me off and i thought he looked (laughs) familiar so i just went over to him right And like, you know, went to be like, hey, what's up? And walked up to his door. He threw his car door open and grabbed me by the like the the front of my shirt and started punching me in the back of the head. And I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? It was the (laughs) weirdest angle. Yeah, he was punching me and he was going all the way back around to the back of my head. It was like he didn't have the guts to punch me in the face, I guess. So his idea was punch him in the back of the head. Maybe he was trying for a donkey punch. I, I really don't know. But it was hmm. so strange. And and then uh my friend runs up and he's like, What's wrong with you? Why are you hitting him? And he goes, huh. and he just kind of like looks around and there's like a crowd of people starting to show up. And and he just puts his hands up like like in dual like peace signs and goes, It's cool. Gets back in his car and 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 <laughs> I get in my car. <laughs> And we go home. I'm at a bar a week later, and he's and this person uh, comes up to me. He's like, "Were you at Sheets last week when that guy was was hitting you?" I was like, "Yeah, that was me." And he's like, <laughs> "Were you at Sheets when that yeah. guy was
1: hitting you?" Yes, as yeah. a matter of fact, I was there when it was happening <laughs> it was, to me.
0: It was happening to me. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Apparently, this guy afterwards. Um, launched into an argument with someone else, almost got into a fight over that, got into his car because he was intimidated, drove around the pumps in a circular eight fashion at high speed blasting heavy metal music, and then sped off down the road. So I'm guessing Hmm. he was on something. I don't know what you have to be on to act like that, but he viewed me as a threat for like, Ten seconds and punched me in the back of the head, and then, and then me a peace sign. It was very strange.
1: That is uh, quite possibly one of the strangest things you've ever shared with me.
0: <laughs> the fact that I had it backed up a week later, so it wasn't not it wasn't just in my head. Like, like someone else externally verified that it took place. You know. I, I I know this this will
1: surprise you, and it may surprise some of the listeners too. I've never been in a fist fight in my life. I've never had it go to the point where where we were throwing knuckles at each other like that. Like n- not even. I mean, this wasn't really even a fist fight with you. This was like a uh, blindsiding. Yeah, I never
0: threw a punch a
1: flurry of punches for <laughs> for no fucking reason.
0: I never threw a punch. I was like, I backed away, and I was like, "Do not need to call the fucking cops?" He's like, "No." <laughs> he
1: thought you were somebody else. I guarantee
0: he, it. Yeah, he thought I was somebody else. But then I was, he, uh, he yeah. So, so my friend was like, "Why are you hitting?" He's like, "Cause he came up on me." He's like, "I thought I knew you." He was like, "I thought I knew you." It's like that's <laughs> that's your excuse, like. That's uh, that's the best
1: excuse I've ever heard for yeah. uh, for throwing fists at somebody. I think uh, yeah. you know, considering the amount of times I've done it.
0: It's okay. I know that guy. I can hit him. It's, yeah,
1: it's it's cool if we if we throw down and punch each other up and shit, you know. Or <laughs> I just keep punching him in the back of the head while he's in a defenseless position because <laughs> I know him. <laughs> It's fine.
0: Yeah, it's like a family thing.
1: (laughs) You know, some people wave, some people flip each other off, some people just punch each other in the back of the head. It's (laughs) really a familial thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've come very close to getting my ass beat by somebody in public, uh, you know, numerous times. I think probably... The best one that I got is uh, many, many years ago, I was driving to go to uh, Walmart, and this was not terribly long after Walmart opened, I don't think, because maybe a couple years uh, had opened down there in Palmyra, and I'm sitting at a light, and this dude lays on his horn, because the light had turned green like, I don't know, a millionth of a second before that, and I hadn't yet taken my foot off the brake and put it on the gas. Right. You know, I was I was, I was was intending to do it, but uh, I, you know, space and time and everything else precluded me from going any faster. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I flipped him the bird. And uh, we pull into the parking lot, and this dude proceeds to pull into the parking space directly across from me. And I thought, oh, shit, here it goes. And this was, let me see, my... Oldest is 19, so this would have been uh, about 19 years ago, okay, ish. Cause she was only an infant then, and uh, cause she was with. That's the only reason why I remember that that whole detail of it. And he walks up to me, and it's like some fucking old guy. And he's like, "What was the finger for?" And I'm like, "What was the fucking horn for?" And he's like, "Oh, that's a real nice way to talk in front of your your wife and your and your baby." <laughs>
0: Like, your, like, like one, your <laughs> wife can't take it. Oh, dear God, my virgin ears. And then secondly, your baby has any understanding of it at all.
1: Well, and if she did, she already knew those words. She already knew the F word. So it wasn't a big deal. You know, she was just waiting for the first time to be able to say it at that point. But uh, yeah, and I ended up running into this guy literally four more times inside the store. Thankfully, each one was not a mini altercation stemming from the first altercation, but it was bad enough that I kept running into this guy. Like, every time I turned the aisle, I'm like, oh my, are you serious, bro? Like, I wanted to be like that, be like, are you serious, dude? Either that or um, the one, um, one of my ex-landlords who was a complete shyster and uh, tried to screw us out of a bunch of money for a house that we found out afterwards... He wasn't quite as honest as he was acting like he was about owning it and everything else. Mm. <laughs> Oddly enough, hmm. um, we were going to buy this house down in Lebanon. And um, I love the place, but it needed a lot of work. And I was in the process of trying to get some of the bigger issues taken care of. And he, uh, you know, we had fallen behind on the rent a little bit and had come to term, or come to odds with him about something. And so he decided to kick us out. And we go to the uh, hearing with the district justice and we go in there and basically he lies through his teeth and we tell our side of the story. And he like got a money, a monetary judgment, which was OK because it was owed to him. But a lot of the stuff he was trying to get out of us, he didn't get. And I remember him as he – he did, like, this, this like, circle around the parking lot at the district justice office screaming out the window that I was a liar. (laughs) Like a total child.
0: It's so funny to me that people do these encircling parking (laughs) lot maneuvers when they've – Hit a certain point, like, like yeah, if you have been pushed, pushed too angry, far.
1: Yeah, if you're ever angry and you feel the need to do circles in a parking lot, just take a deep breath, think about it for a second, and and try to relax because you've gone too far. You've gone too far at that point. <laughs> I want to do circles, God damn it! No, 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 no. Hold on.
0: Whew, whew, I almost went circular there. Yeah, almost did it. That's why Almost. they that's why they call it circular logic. They call it circular logic. You're being scoped. That's Stop right. If you start stupid. going
1: circular, use a little bit of logic. Think about it for a second. Think about it for a second.
0: What Wait, are you doing? Think about what you're trying to do to me. I don't think. <laughs> I don't know. The I rest ran into of the that words cat. In the song.
1: I ran into that cat a few years. Well, uh, my significant other and I both ran into this guy uh, a few years later. She was a couple aisles away from me at that same Walmart, oddly enough, and he decided he was going to get lippy with her. And then I come, you know, walking up because I could hear her yelling at somebody. Couldn't tell what she was what she was yelling about. And he just scurried away from me. <laughs> I mean, the physically imposing presence that I am. <laughs> <laughs> he scurried away from me, although he was, to be fair, was slightly shorter than me and a lot rounder than I was, so I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe he thought something, like I had some un, unrealized rage inside me that I was going to... I mean, I, I started walking circles around the aisle, so maybe he saw something coming.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've become an Avenger of 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 uh, Walmart infractions. Whew. You're just going to go... Beat that guy up for beeping at you. Good times. It's so stupid, though, when you think about, like, like getting into a fight over, like, who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Like, like nine times out of ten, if I've ever been goaded into a fight, it was over the most minuscule, unimportant thing. Like, you know... I don't know like I'm trying to come up with a good example
1: well I mean the times that I tried to fight it was typically when I tried to actively try to fight somebody was mostly in high school and was always over either some perceived slight Mm -hmm. or because of something having to do with a girl right and that was literally one or the other were the only two reasons why I ever even came close to fighting anybody and both of them were not good reasons
0: Well, and both of them were because your pride was wounded in some way. Oh yeah. You know and and that's like the worst reason to fight of all. It's like, well, my pride will be hurt. Let it be.
1: Yeah. Later on when you look back on it, you're gonna go, Oh, is that why I Oh. That was stupid. You know what, though? <laughs> if
0: you're capable of doing that, kudos to you, because a lot of people aren't capable of self-obser- self-observing at all.
1: I do. I, I have always been capable of that. I think it has a lot to do with my uh, with my guilty upbringing yeah. uh, when it comes to things that I always have thought about things afterwards, because even – I mean, even – I still do it today. I, I You and I could get into a knockdown, drag them out over something – and I'll be within an hour and a half, I'll be calling you to apologize
0: for it, right. probably. Right. Because
1: I'll be like, bro, yeah, I thought I thought about what I did and I was really stupid.
0: It it you would know? be a race to see who did it first. That's the yeah. thing. Because even if the other person was more in the wrong, like I do that with my wife all the time. Like, like I'll just be like, you know what? I'm always the one that apologizes. So I'm just, I'm at the point now where I'm like, I'm just not going to do the thing (laughs) that I had to apologize for later. And then I save myself a lot of time and trouble. So, like, when I get that, like, urge to argue, I just sort of map it out in my head for a second. Like, beep, 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 beep. Yeah, this is going nowhere (laughs) good. I'm just going to back out of this whole track before I even start. And uh, it, I'll tell you what, it, it saves a lot of heartache. I bet. I don't
1: quite have that down pat yet, but you know, there's always hope for the
0: future. Yeah, you just keep moving forward. So this week, I know you and I both, we looked at uh, Time Cube. And, uh, this is, (laughs) this is, this is some, some kind of, I don't know what this is. I really, I mean, I knew about this 20 years ago and I still don't know what this is. You know, it, this guy, Gene Ray created this document online and it's the length of the fucking Bible and it's like, you know, and it's just, it's full of these idiosyncratic Ways of, of, of communicating like bad English mixed with intentionally bad English, in, mixed yeah. with weird metaphors.
1: And let me tell you the first thing that I'm going to say is if you want me to believe your theory on something, and if you truly are as intelligent as you say you are, make that known by writing legibly. <laughs>
0: yeah. Legibly. Please. Legibly. And, you know, Maybe drop some of the subtle like racial connotations that are interspersed throughout and the weird political commentary that he sneaks in there in places and the the like the the excessive use of the word retard. Well, you know,
1: you know, you know my feelings on that. Yes.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's incredible he There's this diagram right at the beginning of the page, right after the, uh, like, right before the text starts. And it's this f- sort of graph of the four days of Earth. The midnight, the sun up, the midday, and the sundown. And in each of these quadrants is a, uh, a, a, a some like a paragon, I suppose, that he chose to represent that corner of the time cube. So, Socrates, Einstein, Jesus, and the Clintons. <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. What? Sure. Like, that's your paragon, really? The Clint- And not even one of them, both of them. The combined Clintons. Does that include fucking what? Chelsea and socks, <laughs>
1: too? It's a uh, Clinton apostrophe S. Clinton is... Clinton is, the Clinton, yeah. Clinton is live here. I, I, <laughs> I didn't realize that they lived in a, a, a time and not a not a space. I, I don't. It's so confusing. But apparently, that's because you're educated, stupid, yeah. Mike. Socrates is still alive. Jesus lives uh, in the lower. I'm gonna say the the western southwestern quadrant. And Einstein, you know, he, he lives uh, actually on the axis of the south. Okay. Although I don't think he goes by the axes and, and and everything on this one here. I think that it's it's all free reign. And it he is. Yeah, there's no himself, actual
0: like reference to the earth.
1: He describes himself as Gene Ray Cubic. Yeah, and so why a, is this human alive? Is is a cubic? Is is that a title? Or is he describing his belief system, or does he live on another plane, and this is what they refer to people as, or, or what?
0: There's a lot of unanswered questions here, man. <laughs> and I'm These be are things honest. that I,
1: I, I have no idea.
0: I'm going to be honest. Having read you know, a lot of it, I still have no idea. I don't and think I could what is read- calling things marshmallow in here? Yeah, yeah. He has got some really strange ideas. So I wanted to read this. The, Earth has a fork, because maybe some of you are wondering, what exactly is time cube? What the hell is he talking about? I, I don't about.
1: think we've described it well enough just no, yet. No, we
0: haven't. Well, yeah. this comes directly from the horse's mouth. Earth has four corner simultaneous. This is all set in context. I'm not dropping words intentionally unintentionally uh earth has four corner simultaneous four day time cube within single rotation four days proves one day one god is taught evil ignorance of time cube four simple math is retardation and evil education damnation cubeless americans deserve and shall be celebrated Yep, <laughs> but it's not all. It's not all roses, man. It comes with a stern warning: love of God is hate of children. Support Time Cuber, be cursed. He also has an obsession with navels. Yeah, he talks a lot about navels. I have a note yeah. here. Said till you know four simultaneous days rotate in the same twenty-four hours of Earth, you don't deserve to live on Earth. Americans are actually retarded. From the religious academia taught one upon an earth of opposite poles covered by mama hole and papa pole, pulsating opposite burritos, the one is educated with their flawed one-eye <laughs> perspective, opposite eyes overlay, Cyclops mentality inflicts static non-pulsating logos as a fictitious unicorn same burrito transformation.
1: Well, I just know that belly button logic works. I and guess. that adults eat teenagers alive. They do. And there's no record of their death. So, I mean, what more do I need to be told, really? I mean, there are four simultaneous days happening on Earth at this very moment. And there are people that, I mean, that have been living uh, and verified as living people and maybe some mythical... Uh, living in this area at the same time. I, I just, wow, there's so much I didn't know.
0: Yeah. Well, this guy knew uh, knew this. He knew this. He said that if a man cannot tear a page from the marshmallow and burn it, then he cannot be a scientist or sim- participate in symposium to measure cubing of Earth with cubic intelligence wiser than any known man or God. Marshmallows have pages? Yeah, and you have to burn it? It's like a video game. I've not been eating them
1: correctly, apparently. No,
0: no. I usually just put them in my mouth and let them sort of melt.
1: I like to put them on a stick and get them so that they're good and hot, and they got that little crispy, slightly tan layer on the outside, and then the inside's nice and molten, Mm -hmm. and then eat them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's the way. Did it it ever give you any great wisdom?
1: No, but I could see where that outer layer could be considered a page. Mm. And then there's more
0: pages inside. Oh, interesting. So maybe mm. this is, I don't know. All I know is I that you snot brains will go to hell for ignoring time cube. That, yes. I think that's a direct stab at the people who make fun of them, which is like everyone.
1: Yeah, snot brains.
0: <laughs> yeah. You snot brains, <laughs> you will know hell for ignoring time cube
1: snot brains that is uh I gotta tell you I've heard a lot of insults uh both thrown my way and 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 being hurled at others and I think that might be the first time I've ever heard snot brains
0: (laughs) he very near the bottom of his page and I didn't read every word of everything it'll take
1: you a full 30 seconds to scroll that far (laughs)
0: oh more than that (laughs) if you use the mouse wheel it'll take you like two and a half minutes yeah. Yeah. So uh, says, he says, hey, got a death threat from Temporal Phoenix last night saying that the big old boys that make the world go round are going to wipe me off the earth. They can't allow the time cube prin- principle to continue. So hmm. if we transcribe this into into non-garbage, he triggered a paranoid schizophrenic with his own schizophrenia and got a death threat, right? Is that what that means? Um, I think so. I mean, Temporal Phoenix actually sounds like a video game character to me. Like, I am Temporal Phoenix.
1: Either that or some kind of uh, secret military thing we're not supposed to know about.
0: Yeah, yeah, Temporal Phoenix.
1: I have another good one for you here. A mother and a baby are the same age, as a one-day-old baby has a one-day-old mother.
0: What?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just Your mother just, wasn't a mother until you
0: were born, so you're the same age. It's just a man raving. That's all this is. It's bottom line, like as far as I can go, because it keeps cycling and 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 sifting through this dense, badly written. G- gibberish you know but but at a certain point you can kind of take away that he thinks you need to reject all religion and academia entirely and adopt his framework for reality instead mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. never mind the fact that his framework for reality, reality is deeply schizophrenic and not in connection with anything <laughs> Do you
1: see that he makes a connection with the movie The Matrix in the last paragraph yeah yeah I did see that He's talking about the Matrix and world, dream world and word world and the real world. Does he mean the real world like the one that was on MTV? You know, it's a true story, true story of seven strangers picked to live in a loft. (laughs) And see what happens when people stop being polite and and start start getting getting real. real.
0: (laughs) Hello, my name's Tony and I'm the host of God Chat with God and Tony
1: on this podcast, I chat to God, the creator of the universe.
0: Each episode, God and I discuss important matters. In God Broth, God shares some of his cooking tips. We also find out what's in God's will when he finally dies, in God's will. You also get a chance to ask the Lord a question in
1: AGA or ask God anything. If I'm being honest, It's not very good, but it may make you smile. Oh, it's not that bad, Tony. Shut up, God. I'm talking now. It's my podcast. All right, Tony. Don't get your knickers in a twist. Anyway, if you're in the market for an awful podcast with me talking to God for 20 minutes each episode, then Google
0: God Chat with God and Tony. Thanks, then.
1: Tom, do you remember back in the day the old tagline, Hey, you got chocolate in my peanut butter and you got peanut butter in my chocolate yep
0: two great tastes Have, that taste great together
1: indeed they do indeed they do i would like to to call attention back to uh, the first commercial that they that they put that tagline on as far as i know of uh you've got this this guy bebopping down the street listening to his walkman
0: Mm-hmm. Eating a
1: chocolate bar, a massive chocolate bar Yeah, it's a huge one, chocolate bar One of bar. the proportion that you would not find Probably today in our in our health conscious society <laughs> Coming opposite this lay, of this uh, young man Is a young lady also Bebopping down the street Listening to her uh, Walkman And she's got a full fucking crock of peanut butter <laughs> That she's eating by itself
0: Yeah, <laughs> straight up <laughs> Out of the can- out of the fucking jar. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. An open, She's just eating just an open butter. container of peanut butter.
1: Walking around, <laughs> you know, everything because it's that's like all a she cow. can do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, she, no milk, no crackers, no nothing. They bump into each other. The peanut butter and the chocolate get intermingled. Because the guy jams the chocolate into the peanut butter. Like, like a immediately. fucking knife. Yeah, he just yeah, jabs like down immediately. like a fucking sword. <laughs> I don't even feel like the watching the commercial, I don't even feel like that was a natural reaction to, to something. Unless he was trying to, to cop a feel or do something else. I don't know. Maybe he was. She's an attractive lady. He's a very young man. It's possible. But the reaction is, hey... You got your chocolate in my peanut butter, and you got your peanut butter in my chocolate. And then they both, she takes a piece of unknown, open-world chocolate. She has no idea where it's been, what this guy's been doing with it. For all you know, he dipped it in some hippy-dippy juice somewhere, and and he's going to get stoned off of it. And here you are, sticking it in your mouth. He could have picked it up off the side of the street from somewhere and been nibbling on it. One never knows. And you stuck it in your peanut butter and thus stuck it in your mouth. Then a guy comes up over their shoulder and he's like, oh, like this. And he's got Reese's peanut butter cups. And they're like, I had no idea such a thing existed. And then right before they go away, he must have had one of those really good Walkmans because she's able to plug her headphones into his Walkman also. And they're both listening to the same song and they bop off screen. It was a thing of beauty. It's
0: it's a beautiful love story for our time. And at the same time, a cautionary tale not to go stabbing your chocolate into strange peanut butter holes.
1: Yeah, or, um, you know, eating things that you have no idea where they came from. I mean, I guess back in the 80s, it was okay to eat street chocolate.
0: Well, I love how Uh, the shopkeeper just appears. (laughs) <laughs> like, he's, like, looming in the background, like, waiting for his moment to step in. Hello. <laughs> I knew
1: eventually somebody would walk down the street with an open candy bar and a crock full of peanut butter.
0: <laughs>
1: and they would, the two <laughs> would meet directly in front of my store so that I could show them Reese's peanut butter cups. And they could be like, hey, these are almost exactly what I'm eating already in a homemade version. <laughs> Did you ever, I mean, have you ever taken and dipped... Um, chocolate and peanut
0: butter. Of course, you have. Yeah, of course.
1: It's delicious, but it's not the same. It's no, not a Reese's peanut
0: butter cup. Well, because you know? it's a candy. I mean, it's not straight up peanut butter, and it's not the typical blend of chocolate either. I mean, they've spent you know, what like a hundred years defining, refining, and and improving on that that
1: flavor something along those lines. That's one thing that I got to say that I miss about living in a certain radius from the Reese's plant was smelling the peanuts mm-hmm. when they were roasting them. That's always one of those smells that just mm, always got to me. And it was, it was interesting because how was the, uh, the weather forecasting in Hershey back in those days, they used to say if you could smell the chocolate east of the square No, 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 west of the square, that it was going to rain, if I'm not mistaken. And typically, if you could smell the chocolate east of the square, you know, things, at least for a certain distance, were okay. But then we all know that you'd smell the sewage once you reached the end of Hershey Park. And, you know, the the old sewage plant was right there.
0: (laughs) Oftentimes, and I lived right near that sewage plant, like I left a mile Oh, yes, I know you did, Yeah, yeah. On some nights, it was it was pretty bad. I mean, it wasn't really that bad until you got close it to it, like usually. It was like
1: spoiled refried beans and coffee grounds is what I would always tell people it smelled yeah, like. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It didn't smell like shit. It just smelled rotten. You know, like, it didn't... Because, I mean, I think if it had smelled more like shit, people would have complained. It wasn't a pleasant smell, but...
1: Did you know that that water treatment plant is not there anymore?
0: Is it really? That's interesting.
1: It is it is gone like without a fucking trace.
0: There was like a one tr-
1: time I went down through there and it was there, and it seemed like it was only maybe a year after that. I went through there again, nothing but dirt. Like there is no sign of it whatsoever.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. There used to be this tree. I wonder if it's still down there. There used to be this tree, and it was just like dead on the inside, but it was still standing. Mm-hmm. And it had a pit. In the in the like the hollow that went down further than we could see Without flashlights, mm. so our friend this one kid who? Um, we, we hung out with in the neighborhood one time Started to climb down in there and he got down to his waist and we were like fuck it get him out of there Cuz and he's like I'm cool. I'll no, keep going I'm like no fuck that get the fuck out of there We don't know where that goes yeah right. <laughs> might have found him doorway to hell. I don't want to fucking be responsible for this. Get the fuck out of the tree.
1: He might not have found a portal to hell, but he might have found a portal to a tree that was rotted out by sewage and filled with oh, sewage. Oh, that could have been.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I'm
1: swimming in raw sewage and I love
0: it. That whole area was weird. There was this little collection of like white phosphorus or not white phosphorus, but like this white ash. That was like all over this pile, and um, I don't know what the hell it was, but during the winter when it would snow, it would make all these cool little like, like like machine gun nest areas for you to play in and stuff. And then if you went up the hill, you could go sled uh, in the yeah. golf course. And my mom was always like, you're not allowed to go there. You're going to get in trouble. You're going to get hurt. You're going to fall into the quarry. Like, Mom, the quarry is literally a mile uphill from where we're sledding. There's no (laughs) way in hell we're going to hit it. I'll try not to defy
1: gravity and, you know, every known rule of physics to go backwards. Yeah. And, you know, into the quarry there.
0: Yeah, so that, oh my God, everyone was always making fun of me for that. Like, oh, is your mom going to rescue you from the quarry monster and all this shit?
1: Did you ever wonder, like, if they drained the two most prominent quarries that we have, which would be that one and the other one in Palmdale there, if they ever drained them, what they would find?
0: Oh, I don't want to think about it, dude. That terrifies me.
1: Is it not, like, one of the most, like... I think I mean, about dude, people you diving.
0: Me, yeah, you diving me to so explore, uncomfortable.
1: Oh. Diving to explore things in oh. the deep sea. I couldn't even like no. it makes my skin crawl thinking yeah. about jumping into one of those. Even if you had like, you know, an, a team there with you and there was no way that you could possibly get trapped nope. or or still have any I I still wouldn't do it because I don't want to know what demons are in there. Yeah. People and I know for a fact there's equipment down inside there because my uh, my grandparents <sighs> recalled, you know, when they were digging some of that area out there, that they got the equipment down inside there, and once it was in there, it was uh, in there. I'm I mean, that pic- was it.
0: I'm just picturing these rusty hulks with like this silty water, and you can barely see anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's making, dude. It's seriously making me a little un- un- uncomfortable, like sick to my stomach. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly
1: the way that I feel. Every time that I drive past there, I think to
0: myself, "Nope, what ghosts <laughs> haunt the bottom of that water?" Yeah, yeah. that's definitely like one of my biggest like like phobias. Is is like they call it mechanophobia or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's fear of large man-made objects underwater.
1: It sounds uh, legitimate to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I just get freaked out by that. But yeah, man, you painted an eloquent fucking story, dude. I'm not going to sleep well tonight.
1: Yeah, you will, because you don't have to worry about...
0: Diving down into the depths of that murky water. So Jennifer tells me the other day, she's like, you need to check out this news story, and... So I go check out this page, and it's this guy who was skiing in North Carolina. Um, he's skiing, and he, and he hit, like, this was at a ski resort, and he, he hit, like, a, a fire hydrant. It was, like, one of those types that carries both air and water. A and, fire hydrant. Well, on, yeah. On the ski trail. On the ski trail, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and it busts open... And water starts to burst out outward directly onto the asses and backs of people on the ski lift as it's coming up. So one of the fucking people just gets blasted out of there like a goddamn Monty Python cartoon. Yeah, poor girl,
1: they're celebrating her 19th birthday. Yeah. Gets launched.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, just vertically, like, like like a like a joke like a puppet thrown through the air and 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 would she break her legs or something like that her collarbone something
1: I think she was just bruised up really bad I don't know that she I don't know if she broke anything to be honest with you and they don't they don't go into that in the story cuz I told you that I had seen this when when we first uh, talked about it mm-hmm. but I had seen this on I don't know if it was on a news channel or if I was Looking at something on the internet and it happened to pop up. I don't remember, but I do remember that they were talking to her and it almost seemed fake. Yeah. Because like she's sitting in like a looks like a hospital bed and she's got some bandages on her and stuff, but overall looks like she is intact. And is talking about this, and the story is just unbelievable. And they're showing footage where the people were trying to help her. She's basically plummets. What is it like?
0: 25 you know, feet or something like that. 25
1: feet. Yeah. to the ground after she gets well 25 feet from the bottom of the seat she got launched in the air and then down so possibly a little more than 25 feet lands on her face in the snow thankfully she landed in snow that's yeah. about the only the only you know good thing about how she landed I guess but then the ski lift continues to move and the next car comes up behind it and it stops at the same spot. <laughs> and some two other poor people were on there, and they're getting hammered with water. It's like one of those things where when you go down the water slide, cross your legs so you don't rocket water up your butthole. Well, when you go on the ski lift, cross your legs so you don't rocket water up your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same kind of a thing,
0: <laughs> absolutely terrible. <laughs> So, like, like, I mean, just imagine being the lawyer representing this case, you know, like... Um, I'd be like, this is a grand slam. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. You'd be like, all right, so how much do you want? Six million, seven million, ten million? Seven million? Ten million? No problem. Whatever you, sky's the fucking limit here. <laughs>
1: you, because, you, I mean, we talked about this, too. Obviously, one person hitting a fire hydrant should not be enough. ...to break a fire hydrant off. And granted, a lot of the... I, I don't know if you know this or not, but... ...a lot of times when there are fire hydrants... ...out in these area, ...like in remote areas... ...they actually sit off the ground a little bit. Mm-hmm. So there's there's pipe exposed underneath of them usually. They don't sit on the ground. Well, and... ...that's thick fucking pipe. Right. You know, super thick pipe. This thing would have had to have been hit numerous times...
0: Yeah, in order or like for it there, to have there broken was something off. there either that or they didn't or do Or there was pre- something structurally wrong with it. Well, I was gonna say they didn't do preventive maintenance on it and something had worked like a crack had worked its way through because they never checked for preventive maintenance measures. Mm-hmm. Cause that's like so common. You know? Um like a lot of companies like think they're saving money by not doing preventive maintenance or or not hiring people who will. And and then when their shit breaks, they're like, Oh, well, we're out. You know, hundreds of thousands of dollars and oops we just injured god half god a dozen saved. workers yeah
1: yeah thank god we saved that uh you know 35 cents that time by not yeah <laughs> but ch- checking that hose claim
0: not having that you know having steve run that uh uh you know electro grammatophone thing that they put on metal you know that thing that they put on metal to like to test for uh, imperfections. Yeah. Stuff it's they like use a,
1: like when they check bridges.
0: Yeah. 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 Like, like, a, it's like a metallurgy tool. I don't know what the hell it's called. My, yeah, my I f- couldn't
1: tell you if I wanted to.
0: Yeah. But yeah, one of those, like, like, you know, like, you know, yeah, it's a heavy pain in the ass to use, but I knew a guy who worked for like a, like a, a, a company that tested fire, like firefighting equipment. And he had to mm-hmm. use all that kind of stuff. He said it was so exacting. There were so many steps involved, like, you wouldn't believe how much money is put into making sure these machines are precision-ready at all times. I'd believe it. Yeah, it's more expensive than you would think, though. I mean, like, he did, like, a 91-point inspection on these things. Something crazy like that. And that wasn't even the engine. That was just, like, you know, welds and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it was nuts.
1: Well, I think that that was a uh birthday that would have been much happier had she not spent it skiing.
0: I would think any for me any weekend not skiing is good. I I tried uh I tried like bunny trail once on a snowboard and I thought I was going to die and I've never done anything else since and I don't even want to think about trying to do it on two independent skis. My knees <laughs> hurt just thinking about that.
1: Yeah. I tried skiing once when I was a kid because there was an old pair of skis that were uh, around the farm when I was growing up, and uh, I would say that they were probably not in any condition to be skied upon, but then Mm -hmm. I decided I would try instead to stand on top of two sleds at the same time and ski, and uh, that didn't work well either.
0: Yeah, but you split your crotch open like a fucking Cracker Jack doing that. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's when, yeah, that's when you do a uh, what would we call that? A um, uh, a oh god, I can't think of it. Like, like you didn't want to do it, but you ended up doing it anyway. Split. My my brain just went blank. <laughs> uh,
0: I don't know what you're an referring involuntary, to. An involuntary, an involuntary split. You know, yeah. yeah,
1: an involuntary split where where yes, your your legs, like you end up breaking ankles and and your and your junk. Yeah, all at the same time, all in one s-
0: swift move. Yeah, just splitting your ball bag right down the middle. <laughs> <laughs>
1: ball bag. That always makes me laugh. Police are always under fire these days for one thing or another, it seems, because of poor decisions and... And just, uh, it seems like they never catch a break. And here we have another example from the LAPD of police doing something that is undeniably stupid (laughs) and they're not going to catch a break on this one either, where there was a squad car with uh, two officers in it who did not answer a request for backup on an armed robbery (laughs) <laughs> because they were too busy playing Pokemon Go.
0: <laughs> this delights me so much. <laughs>
1: this this story, uh, the graphic for the story also with like uh, Snorlax or uh, something along the... I think that's actually what that is. And like a cartoon... Uh, Pokemon version of a police officer standing there with a huge smile on his face just really pulls this together for me also I wish I wish you could see it Hmm. but two officers yes who ignored repeated requests for backup because they were too busy playing uh, Pokemon and decided to go to another area where they were uh, there was rumored to be one that 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 they wanted to get, mm-hmm. and when they got called on the carpet for it, when they came back in by their supervisor, the supervisor's like, "Why didn't you answer that call?" And like, "Oh, because we were in an area that was way too noisy." And uh, these two chuckleheads, then obviously they have the uh, in-car recordings. They were able to get them. Sitting there talking about the Pokemon, where exactly they were at, what they were planning on doing, et cetera. Well, the whole reason why this and story the came plan, up.
0: The plan was to go and find the Snorlax. Yeah. They are like, let's go find the best route.
1: Yeah. In- instead, of, instead of helping out a brother officer in his time of need. Mm-hmm. And uh, the whole reason why this story even came out, it wasn't a story in and of itself that we would have noticed, but they were uh, trying to get reinstated back into their jobs, which I will say probably many people are happy about. They failed to do. I mean, do you really want police that are like, well, I mean, I I could go and try to help out at that hostage situation, but, you know, (laughs) there's an ultra rare... Uh, Pikachu that was rumored to be around this area here. I'm not even sure that Pokemon Go stuff works to be honest. I never played it.
0: Yeah, I played it once and I didn't like it. It wasn't fun. Uh, I never really got into the Pokemon game on yeah. any level ever. It was a little before my time, a little after my time I guess. Um, I always get those two things mixed up. But yeah, I, I never got into it. And I had an intern who was like Oh man, this is gonna be great! Wait till you see it and all this stuff. And he showed it to me, and I'm like, Haha, "Yeah, cool,
1: that's great." <laughs> you know, like I just—I
0: had nothing to say. I'm sure if you're a fan of Pokemon, it must be fucking great, but it wasn't a good sell for a new, you know, and someone new to Pokemon as a as a as a, a rule. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, mm-hmm. not not my style of game. It seemed like a lot of people were just walking around with their nose in their phone, which wasn't really any different than what I was used to seeing anyway.
1: Yeah, people walking into shit, banging into each other, tripping over stuff and everything, because that's just literally everyday life.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) My favorite, though, my favorite part of the story is that even though they were caught, caught red-handed, so to speak, by the recording in the car of them spending 20 minutes uh searching for the Snorlax etc. they said we weren't playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> like you got us talking about the characters in Pokemon Go and describing ways of catching them in Pokemon mm-hmm. Go, but there's no way that we were playing Pokemon Go.
0: Well, and then then they cited they said that it was a private conversation and that the recorders were not to be meant for that, used for that purpose, Mm -hmm. to which the judge said that was like basically absurd.
1: Yeah. uh, If you were talking about something having to do with like an upcoming birthday party for your child or your dinner plans or something like that, I could see being able to say that. Mm -hmm. But when you have declined to assist uh another officer or decline to take a call period let's be let's be frank about it it doesn't just have to do with the fact that they declined another officer's uh request for assistance it could have been anything um but you you know when when you're not doing your job when you're shirking your duties and then you get caught and you go well that that can't that can you can't use that against me uh, right. that would be why it's ridiculous
0: if you like Storytime with Tom and Mike or our Let's Play channel, Gaming with Tom and Mike, please consider contributing to our Patreon. For only $1 a month, you'll receive access to bonus content such as lost segments from the podcast, unaired gaming videos, behind-the-scenes audio and video, sketches, and more. Just go to www.patreon.com slash Mike. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the rest of the show. I already know your opinions on the quality of work of... The 1990s superstar sex princess, Jenna Jameson. Yeah. Kind of, eh. I mean... Not all that exciting.
1: I thought she was extremely um, attractive. Oh, yeah. And, like, like like, a lot of the people in the industry do, men and women, both. I'm not being sexist when I say this. But she went and did a whole bunch of stuff that made her look like... I don't know, not human. Yeah. And because of that, you know, I kinda I, she kinda fell off my radar. Like I forgot Jenna Jameson existed for a while until now.
0: Yeah. Until now. Yeah. I always thought she was a mediocre porn star. She was very pretty, but she's was no Christy un, Canyon. It was just uninspired. It was like like mechanical. I just didn't mm-hmm. think it was good. But uh, uh, apparently uh she is incapable of walking at this point because she's been diagnosed with Guillain-Barre syndrome. Guillain-Barre syndrome is a rare disorder in which your body's immune system attacks your nerves. Weakness and tingling in your extremities are usually the first symptoms. These sensations can quickly spread, eventually paralyzing your whole body. In its most severe form, Guillain-Barre syndrome is a medical emergency. I would say. Um, (laughs) Right. Most people with the condition must be hospitalized to receive treatment. The exact cause of gillian barre syndrome is unknown, but two-thirds of the patients report symptoms of an infection in the six, in six, six weeks preceding. These include respiratory or gastro, gastrointestinal infection or the Zika virus. There's no known cure for Gillian-Barry syndrome, but several treatments can ease symptoms of uh, and reduce the duration of the illness. Although most people recover from gillian barre syndrome, the mortality rate is seven four to seven percent. Between sixty to eighty percent of people are able to walk at six months. Jeez, patients may experience lingering side effects from it, such as weakness, numbness, or fatigue. It's terrible. Yeah, that's very unsettling. And I guess it just comes out of nowhere. Like there's no real way to predict it. Um. But yeah, she posted a video of herself in the hospital and she's all doped up and she's not making an awful lot of sense, but she's basically talking about how, you know, she's got this. And I think she's just in shock, frankly. I would say. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, she doesn't, I don't, I mean, I didn't recognize her at all. I have to be honest. I mean. I looked
1: at the pictures of her that were in here and um, I see she did her eye makeup
0: (laughs) <laughs> for the video <laughs> that could very well be a tattoo
1: it could be it could be but the eyelashes i don't know that that's a tough one to to have be uh, a permanent thing but uh yeah like reading the story is just an, is just crazy and it's crazy to me that it took an adult film star being stricken with this for most people to know what this is
0: yeah well like i've heard of it Mm -hmm. Um, I've heard of it, but I, I, I didn't know what it was until now. Yeah.
1: I see other important coverages here, uh, along with this article include porn battles, porn stars battle with loose skin. (laughs) (laughs) I bet. Maybe, maybe that's another one we have to go through. (laughs)
0: Yeah. We might have to go through that next week.
1: It's, it's, it's a very real thing. Loose skin.
0: You know, when I'm hungry and I really want a hot dog that's going to satisfy my exacting needs, mm. I go with Snoop Dogg and his brand I new love product. Hot dogs. His brand new product, Snoop Dogs.
1: Snoop Dogs. He hasn't actually come out with them yet. Unfortunately, they're just in the exploratory phase. But this is something that I want so badly.
0: Oh, I uh, yeah. I can dude. taste it. Yeah, I want I want this too. I, but the thing that's funny is that he was quoted on Jimmy Kimmel Live as watching a he was watching a video on Jimmy Kimmel Live about mm-hmm. about the About production how they make of, hot dogs. Yeah, without without uh Without, without any context. Being, right, exactly. And and his response was, this is a hot dog? Oh, cuz, I ain't never eaten a motherfucking hot dog. If that's how they make hot dogs, I don't want one. I'm good. Yeah. So he, he, <laughs> he was done with the hot dog experience, but something turned him around. And, I mean, maybe it's just... Here's my personal thought. Snoop is one of those guys that doesn't... Really, hear the word no, her word no, all that often.
1: Well, yeah, probably.
0: And he smokes the best weed you can get in the world.
1: That's what I've heard all
0: day, every day. And he's just standing around three o'clock in the morning, be like, "You know, be good. Some Snoop Dogs."
1: (laughs) Somebody reminded him about hot dogs, and he's like, "Did I talk about hot dogs once?" And they're like, "Yeah, you did." And he's like, "Got to make them now." Gotta make them.
0: Yeah, I just love the idea that I don't know. There's something so like harmless about the about Snoop Dogg, despite the image that he portrayed in the '90s. Mm-hmm. He is such like a wholesome character. Yeah, he's Bro, a big.
1: He hangs head. out with Martha Stewart for Christ's sake. Yeah, and yes, I know Martha Stewart is an ex-con. Oh yeah, but still. <laughs> 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 she makes doilies and shit, and the two of them cook together and everything. I think that I think you know Snoop's dogs could be a a the national brand of hot dogs. I think I would, it has I'd the potential. Down. I think it has the down. potential because he was also talking about making other um, like sausages and everything. Also, mm-hmm. but my question to this is not what changed his mind, but what. Changed in the process of making hot dogs, that made him suddenly be on
0: board with it. I guess his thinking must be that he can make something better. You like, know, these like these are hot like, dogs.
1: You don't have to kill pigs and liquefy shit and do everything else to make. Like I, it's the process is still going to be the same essentially. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Well, I mean, he's put out products before. um... Hell, he's got his own line of marijuana. Like, medicinal, I, f- I don't know if it's the medicinal, but it's definitely recreational. <laughs> you can go into, like, <laughs> California or, like, like Oregon or one of those states, like, like Colorado, Colorado. And, and just be like, yeah, pound a fucking, you know, Snoop Dogg's double OG twist or whatever the fuck it's called, you know and uh, I and, just, you're, and you're good you're good to go with a bag of sunshine
1: i just know one thing
0: and that one thing
1: that i'm completely 100% sure 1000% sure of is that those are going to be the best goddamn hot dogs you ever ate mhm hands down yeah you're going to eat one it's going to be like the first time that i ate a uh, a nathans after eating nothing but oscar Myers my whole life yeah where i was just like whoa this is the greatest hot dog I've ever had in my life. I'm going to do that. I get to do that again. I hope. Please. Please. If anybody, you know, with anything having to do with Snoop or Snoop, if you hear this, please, please bring us Snoop dogs. I beg of you. Hot dogs get a bad enough name as it is. You can you can turn that around.
0: Yeah. You can turn it around. Yeah. The way you've turned around... So many other things in our society and made them look brighter. Marijuana yeah. consumption, gin. Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart.
1: <laughs> Hanging out with Martha Stewart. I mean, these yeah. are a lot of things he's he's made better. Yeah. I mean he is uh he is the United States dog father and that's he, it. He
0: is. He is. He's a national treasure. He, he is. He needs he needs to be respected and 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 and, and uh uh acknowledged as such. It's it's his time. I do actually think that's true. I, I I'm I'm not just being like flippant. I do think that he is like, you know, all right, so he's not like some super um you know, like like he's not always giving of his time to children and stuff like that. But he's he he's a cool guy, you know, like he seems like a decent guy. And to be at the level of fame that he is and to still be, have retained a soul is pretty impressive to me.
1: And just, you know, to keep going at it and keep bringing stuff out and Mm -hmm. keep producing and everything is just, I mean, the guy has a zest. Yeah. And it's, it's infectious. Yeah. Yeah. When you hear about it. So I, I truly think he's a national treasure also. Absolutely.
0: And people like him inspire me because because it makes me realize that it's never too late or too far in your career or your track or whatever you want to call it to reinvent yourself. You can always reinvent yourself again and again and again and again. And he's consistently done it over the years. And that's why he's remained relevant, you know, because he didn't get stuck. Uh, all his contemporaries ended up into acting, you know, like or or just falling off the map. But he is still in music. Which is really, I mean, you know, you don't see Dre doing that. You don't see, um, you know, um, Ice-T doing that. Mm -hmm. They haven't made a fucking record in, in, in decades. And I'm not thinking that, it's not that they couldn't. It's just that they didn't know how to stay relevant in that industry, so they shifted to acting and producing and shit like that. Somehow, Snoop has like a kind of... Undiminishable diminishable cool. I was
1: gonna say an inextinguishable. Yeah, yeah. Yes. No, I yeah. agree with you one hundred percent. And uh hopefully this hot dog thing works out.
0: Yeah, I hope so too. You know, I was thinking about this little fucking guy. I was working at Blockbuster. And then, uh, never mind when. It's about right around 9-11. and um, I'm, I'm late for work, and I pull in, and this guy and I'm, I'm pulling into what I think is going to be my parking spot, and this guy takes it, and I'm like, "Excuse me, I'm sorry. Can I get that parking spot? I'm running late for work." And he goes, "No, I found <laughs> it. You can't have it." And I said, "Well, fuck you." And then he and his mother and his father all appeared at my door, tiny little people, screaming, Oh, fuck you, fuck you, I'm a lawyer, I'm a Did you ever run in with the Lilliputians? It was like Lilliputians, yeah. Yeah, and, and I, they just kept screaming, and like, I'd like to tell you that I said something cool or interesting or, 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 or fucking hilarious, and then drove off, but <laughs> what I did was I went, ah! and then I drove away.
1: You know, that is a great story, and I'd love to hear more about it, but uh, I just looked up at the time, and we are out of time, so that's going to have to be a story for
0: another time. Thanks for listening to Storytime with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Giving it to you like the retro
1: spank bank material that we made you think of tonight with Jenna Jameson.